Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of A Level Up Podcast, but more importantly, part two, part two of the journaling episode. So I spoke to you guys last week about two specific styles of journaling. So if you are tuning in for the first time, I would highly recommend that you go back and have a listen to part one and then obviously come back and listen to the rest, listen to the rest of it. So what we are going to do today is chat about the final three styles that I want to talk about. Now, again, I just want to reiterate on this that if you're wondering, like, who is it that made up these five styles, there are many different styles of journaling. And a number of them, as I voiced before, lean towards your physical health. But what I'm doing is I'm taking the main five, in my opinion, that I know of, um, styles of journaling that that are leaning towards your mental and your, phys- uh, beg your pardon, your mental and your emotional health. So that is, um, that's what we are going to look at. And I think for a lot of people, they tend to struggle on these specific styles. And when you hear people chatting about journaling, there's just so many different angles that you can go go towards. And again, I think it brings about confusion. So we're going to jump straight into this. I don't think that there's a need for more explanation. I have done that in the first episode. So in the first episode, we spoke about gratitude and intention journaling. So they are the two styles. And today what we are going to talk about is brain dump, Q&A, so question and answer, and then the final one, emotional release. So all five, gratitude, intention slash goal setting, brain dump, Q&A, and emotional release. So they're the, the main five. And I truly believe that if you could understand those five styles, you are going to find it much, much easier to continue with your journal practice or if not begin it from the from the very start. Okay, let's jump into this. So brain dump, brain dump. If you are someone that has quite a number of thoughts going around and around and around on continuous on a continuous basis this will be a great style to take on board if you find that you are agitated annoyed upset angry overwhelmed with something in your life again brain dump can be a great style to take on board so the idea with this is to quite simply grab a blank piece of paper and pen and any thought any thought that is in your head, you write it down. So if it be something that would be on a to-do list, if it would be someone that you are annoyed with, if there is something that you haven't done yet and you need to get to, whatever it may be, you write it down. If it comes into your head, it goes down on that piece of paper. Uh, and you will be surprised that after, you know, 5, 10, depending on how overwhelmed you are, 15 minutes, you will be surprised with how free you feel. The idea here is to basically declutter your mind, to free it up of thoughts. Now, there are people that will find that they have to do a brain dump each each morning. And that's fine because, again, as I voiced before, that this is journaling is a personal pursuit, whatever works 
works for you. Whatever works for you. Um, try and think of it that if you're wondering, is this the style of journaling for you? That when those thoughts are going around continuously in your head, it's like a tornado. It's like a tornado and you can't stop that tornado. And for some people, it may just start off with one thought. And you can imagine that thought going around like a tornado, continuously spinning. And the next thing, there's another thought brought into it and another and another and the process continues. And the idea with writing it down on paper is quite simply grabbing that thought from the the tornado and pinning it down. Okay, it's just taking it from your mind and pinning it down because when it is pinned down on paper, that's it. It's not going back up there. It's not going back up there. When you are done, so again, if it be, you know, five to whatever, 15 minutes, it is up to you what you want to do after that. You can simply rip up that piece of paper and be done with it and walk away. But I do think for a lot of people that that doesn't tend to be enough. What they do is they will review over what they have just written and they may take one or two of those things and try to figure them out. If it be something on a to-do list or if it be an argument that they've had with a work colleague or a family member or whatever, that they will say, okay, this is this is what I need to work at. Um, something that I, if I, this is a piece of advice that I do give to people. Again, you don't have to do this. If you find you are a person that regularly brain dumps, I would probably recommend keeping them all in a journal because what you can do is review back over the past number of entries and you may see a common denominator among those entries. And then that makes you realize that, right, okay, that one situation is not going. It's about nothing else. It, I now know I can see it here on paper. I'm continuously agitated and annoyed because of that one thing. And you, it just can give you that incentive to say, right, I need to sort this out. So I hope that makes sense. So that is quite simply brain dump. That is what brain dump is. If you find that you are overwhelmed first thing in the morning, get it all out in paper. If you find that you struggle with your sleep and it it takes you a while to calm the thoughts, maybe you do a brain dump last thing at night. Do you know, again, it just varies for each person. But the idea behind it is to simply declutter and to, to free up that mind, to just quieten the mind. Because it's very hard to be in the present moment when your your mind is like a marching band. So it is. Okay, on to the next style. So Q&A, questions and answers. Q&A and the final, the final style, emotional release can be interconnected, but we'll explain that when we, when we come to the last style. Q&A is a great style, is a great way to, to deepen your journal practice. It is a great way to understand you at a deeper level. So if you want to get to know yourself better, I would highly recommend Q&A. So I would. And also, I believe that Q&A allows you, it helps you to become more regular with your journal practice. It allows you to build on that consistency. Quite simply put, is because it 
having a question there that you need to answer just gives you that little bit of a nudge. It gives you that little bit of a guidance to go a certain, a certain way. Uh, If you're wondering how you go about coming up with these questions, uh, what I do anytime if I it may be some a question that I see on social media. It may be something that um, an interviewer has asked uh, on a podcast. It may be through a book that I have read. I'll write, I'll take note of those questions and I'll pop them into the back of my journal. And when I feel that, oh, do you know what? I'm going to do a little bit of Q&A, something different. I will pick one of those questions and I will, I will do... Um, I could do whatever it may be, 10, 20 minutes, however long, however long answering that question. Now, you don't have to go down that route. I'm not telling you to buy books or, in you know, invest your time in, in podcasts. You could quite simply go to Google, type in journal questions, and you will be bombarded with different styles of questions. So if you if it's something that you feel that you would like to get started today, do that. Just go to Google, type journal questions, and there you go. And there'll be questions that that appeal to you. And there'll be other questions that you'll just brush past. And, and that's fine. So to kind of give you, just to give you an example, I have a few questions here and they can all vary. They can vary so much. Again, I just cannot say this enough, that it is a personal pursuit. You may decide to go down one road and it's all about questions are all about your career or you make it go down another one and it's all about your health, whatever it is, whatever works for you. So to give you an idea of how um, questions that you could ask, if I meet myself in six months, what would I like? What would I say to myself? If I were to meet myself in six months, what would I say to myself? So that's one question. Here's another. What's something you witnessed recently that reminded you that life is good? I love this. This is this is a form of a gratitude, a gratitude entry. So what's something you witnessed recently that reminded you that life is good? Another question. What am I leaving unresolved or unfinished that needs my attention? Now, this can actually be very much so surface level. This could be something on your to-do list or this could go a lot deeper. This could go a lot deeper. So good. So what am I leaving unresolved or unfinished that needs my attention? Okay. And other, you know, you could ask yourself, like, what are my top three strengths? Do you know, it can be absolutely anything. And I do believe that if you are starting off journaling, I think Q&A is a great style to start with. If you are someone that can't, you struggle with your consistency with journaling, again, I just, I feel that Q&A is a great place to start. It is what helped me become regular with this practice. It just gives you that little nudge in the right direction. So that is what Q&A, that is what Q&A is. Now, the final style that I am going to talk about, and as I said, it is interconnected with Q&A, is emotional release. It is in my opinion, but I don't think there'd be many people that would disagree with me that this is the deepest form of journaling. So when we hear about those dear diary moments, today's a good day, today's not a good day, um, this is where we're going with this. 
this is where we're going. And you can you can understand by the name emotional release. Um, now, how is it that Q&A and emotional release are in- interconnected? A lot of people will struggle with a blank piece of paper and pen. They will not know where to start with this particular style of journaling. And I do believe that it is this style of journaling that people try to get connected with and it stops them from becoming consistent because they just don't know where to start. And that is absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. So what I would recommend there is to ask a question. Okay, so if you're trying to um, get into emotional release, what the, what the reasons behind why this this style of journaling is so beneficial, the clarity that you gain that when you open up your emotions on a deeper level is just is phenomenal. Again, it's another style that helps declutter the mind. It will allow you to understand what is going on in your mind at that moment in time. Okay, if it be about a situation that you are in or if it just be about you yourself and what you are going through. So, again, that's self-knowledge. That's self-knowledge. It is it's huge. It's a great benefit when it comes to emotional release. Okay, so let's say, for example, that you are you're upset and you're you're tired and it's leading to a form, you know, of anxiety or you're just, you're becoming angry with someone and you're just not understanding yourself. You're not understanding your emotions. This is where emotional release is hugely beneficial. So you've got two options here. You can get your journal out or blank piece of paper, whatever it may be, and a pen and start writing. Okay, and I'm going to give you a few tips here now in a moment to help you to help you with this, to try and get you to understand this style of journaling and how how it can um, how it can help you. So you can just simply write. But as I said, some people won't be able to do that. They will just sit there with the pen touching the paper and nothing is happening. Or they're writing and they're questioning what they're writing or they're thinking, is this okay? Is this what I'm supposed to do? Is this the way I'm supposed to word it? They've, and you're just, you're bringing more thoughts into your mind and you're not helping yourself. So that's where a Q&A can be really good. Just again, to give you that guidance. So you could quite simply say is, why is it that I'm feeling the way I am? What is it that I would like out of this journal session? Um, I'm trying, I'm in the moment trying to think of another question, another way to ask yourself. Um, you see, there's no prep when it comes to, let me see. You could just quite, why, why so upset? Do you know, it can just, it can be so short, the questions, it, you can elaborate on them and don't go asking yourself, forgive me now for telling you, you know, just this is my piece of advice that don't go asking a number of questions in one entry, just keep it to one specific question and go with it and allow the pen to flow. And when you feel a pause coming on or that you're a little bit stuck in the moment, glance back at the question that you have asked yourself. Okay. As time 
goes on, you won't have to ask yourself a question. You will simply touch that pen on paper and just verbally vomit out on paper. It does get easier. And again, this is the way that helped, um, the biggest thing that helped me to get regular with the emotional release was incorporating Q&A, was asking myself a question. So it was, and it did become easier. Now, a few tips for you to take on board when it comes to both Q&A and emotional release. Forget about your grammar, okay? Forget about the neat writing, forget about the spelling, all of that stuff. That goes out the window. That has to go out the window when it comes to journaling, okay? And you've, you know, I think you can hear it in my voice that I've raised my voice. This is vital, folks. This is key to you progressing with your journal session. And I truly believe, I truly believe that um, if you can take these tips on board, it is going to help you. Okay, forget about the neatness. (laughs) Um, I read back, I was I was journaling yesterday and honestly, like, I, you know me guys, I, I just I don't lie. I don't exaggerate just to get a point across. I'm a very honest person. I had to read over two or three times to to understand what I'd written because I was scribbling so much. Uh, you will not, nobody, anybody could open my journal now and they will not understand what I have written because it's scribbling. And there's a deeper reason to why this is. Okay, so the idea is to adapt to cursive writing. Okay, just the natural flow, keep that pen on the paper and go with it. And here is the reason why. When you are writing neatly or, you know, at a slower pace and taking your time and obviously you're wording it in your head in the moment and then it goes down in paper, it goes down in paper. When you voice in your mind what, so basically think of it this way, you you have your conscious mind, so in the moment, and when your subconscious mind, your subconscious mind is your um, is where you store all your memories, uh, your beliefs, if they be, you know, the, the good ones or the not so good ones. Everything that you store is in the subconscious mind. And when you are trying to gain answers, deeper answers, they basically and I'm explaining this very simply, that they basically come from the subconscious mind and they are popped into the conscious mind because you are asking the question, you are bringing that memory, you're bringing that understanding um, into the conscious mind. And in the moment, your conscious mind is voicing what, you know, what your subconscious mind has given it. And it goes down in pen and paper. But unfortunately, what happens when we take our time and when we're doing our neat writing and when we're watching our first spelling, you are giving your conscious mind too much time to think about what you are writing. And believe me, trust me when I say that your conscious mind will simply go, oh gosh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 I won't write that. No, 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 it's not that. Ah, no, that's too deep. No, no, it's sure it's the other way. It's not that way at all. This is what happens in your mind. Trust me, trust me. You are giving your mind too much time to think about what you are writing. 
and basically you're giving your mind a fright because it doesn't want to own up to the true reasons, the true beliefs, the true understanding. Whereas when you scribble as fast as you can, when you forget about it, if you've spelled something wrong or if you don't know how to spell it, um, if you don't know how to spell it, you don't just, just whatever comes into your head in the moment, you just keep going. And basically what happens is that you have gotten, you've gotten that thought out in paper before you have given your conscious mind a time to, to voice it. And when it's out in paper, folks, it, it's too late. Forgive me, this may scare some people. Um, it depends how deep, obviously, you go with your journal practice. But it's just a wonderful way to understand what is truly going on in your mind. So you do not give your mind the time to think about what's going on. It's out in paper and in the moment, just it's 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 just it's fabulous. It's the only way to explain it, that you will literally lean back. You will pause in the moment and you will just simply say, oh, oh, now I get it. Oh, I didn't see that before. Wow. Trust me, trust me um, that this will happen. It does take practice. It does take time. Don't think that you are going to gain all the answers in your, you know, your first week of, of this style of journaling. You just, the more you do it, the more practice that you give, the easier that it becomes. And when you become regular with writing down how you feel in the moment, it does become easier and the answers will come. I promise you that. That I, I do. I truly promise you that. But it does take time. Okay. So forget about the spelling, the neat writing, all of that. You try and write as fast as you can. And as you're writing, you're voicing, you're not giving your mind the time to think. And that is where the clarity comes. That is where the self-knowledge, the true understanding of what you are going through. And that is where the power is in journaling. It's just the freedom that you can give your mind from this practice is just phenomenal. And this is why I have broken this uh, episode of journaling into two parts. It is not something that I'm going to skim through. It's not something that I just simply voice. When I talk about journaling, folks, I want people to truly understand this practice. I really do. I want you walking away thinking, now I get it. Now I understand it. And if it be taking on one or two styles or taking on all five, that is up to you. That is truly up to you. There'll always be one or two that you will lean towards and that is fine. But the fact that you are walking away, hopefully understanding journaling on a much deeper level, then I am happy with that because that is what is going to help you be consistent with your journaling. And it takes time. It just, you have to be um, disciplined here. Okay, I and, you know, I have voiced this time and time again that that it took time. I 
continuously fell when it came to me building on my journal and practice. But what kept me going is I knew, I understood, even though at the time I did not understand the styles of journaling, but I just had heard through different influencers the importance of journaling and the power that was behind it. And that is what kept me motivated and inspired. Um, And as I said, that, you know, it's just you have to be disciplined. So rather than knocking yourself because you're not consistent with your journal practice or whatever it may be, just try and understand that, you know, you have to be disciplined. Okay, and if you look at, you know, the the word disciplined, it's just simply the ability that you have to do something that you should do that you don't want to do. And, you know, you know that it is it's going to give you answers. It's going to give you a great outcome. Okay. Okay, so let's just review right back. Gratitude, intention slash goal setting. You've got brain dump, you've got Q&A and you've got emotional release. Folks, take your time with each one of them. You don't have to do all five. Um, If you have any questions, and I, I always, always say this after each episode, and I mean it. If you have any questions, please do reach out to me. I've had people reach out to me with questions that they've had with part one. So please do the same with this one. I just... Yeah, I could just, <laughs> it's trying to to get myself to, to take the pause and to press stop recording. But trust me that this will be one of the most powerful things that you can do for your mind if you take this practice on board. That I guarantee. Okay, I'm going to leave it there. Um, you shall hear from me very, very soon, folks. But until then, make sure to dream big, real big. Bye for now.